0: B2B sales has always been hard. The question is Have you taken time to reflect and recognize the dramatic shifts that have taken place in B2B sales since 2009? This is Greg Ficella. You are listening to Sales Leadership Radio, a podcast that explores the intersection between sales and leadership. I've been in B2B sales for 20 plus years now. I've had to adapt to change often during that time. But what I've noticed more recently, I've, I've of course, lived this, is and, and have identified six shifts that have taken place since 2009. And in some ways, I learned these about these shifts the hard way. I was trying to continue to operate as a sales leader, using some of the methods and tactics that had been successful in the past, but over the last four to six years, I've noticed, have become less effective. And perhaps you've you've experienced that as well. So I want to touch on these sh- six shifts. I'll go over each of them in more detail in subsequent episodes. But I just wanted to put these shifts out there for you to think about, because I think it's important to... If you haven't thought about this or or seen this already, to be aware of these shifts and to begin to learn how to adapt to them so you can continue to be successful in your sales career. So the first shift is a shift in the work environment and this really affects all of the other shifts. But our prospects are working harder and longer than they ever have in the past. They're under extraordinary pressure and demands and in, in fact in, in many cases they're they're overwhelmed health and wellness uh, and uh uh work life balance these are issues that managers um, deal with with their people with themselves and productivity is a big issue um you know our prospects are inundated with overflowing email inboxes, phones ringing and sales pitches. So ironically, uh, they have less time to meet with us, uh, because of us. So, but I think it's critical to really understand, to have this baseline understanding that that's the environment that they're in. And you have to understand that and account for it. Uh, so you can find a way to effectively reach people who are in that state. And it's tough, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's definitely something that's affected how I approach uh, business development today. The next shift is a shift in expectations. Our prospects' expectations of us have changed. Uh, they come to the table armed with knowledge uh, of their options about our products and services. Uh, traditional sales tactics are not as effective as they once were. Uh, so our role has thus changed, or 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 I should say, I guess the expectation is that, uh, we become or that we are trusted advisors to our prospects. And there are tremendous resources today to help us understand business challenges our prospect faces, I think more importantly, identify trends that are affecting their industries. And taking advantage of these resources, uh, beginning to use these resources, is a way to begin to earn trusted advisor status. But I think it's important to be aware of this shift in expectations and to have that mindset now that you are not just a sales representative anymore, you're a trusted advisor to a prospect who will soon become a client. The next shift is a shift in when we enter the buying process. We're entering, we enter the buying process later than we have in the past. As I said, our prospects are educated about our product and their, and, and their options. There isn't any time to waste. So, the, the differentiator today is now you there there many products are commoditized products and services are commoditized so another mindset shift that we need to have is that the differentiator in many cases today is you so while we enter the buying process later it's important to understand that and why that occurs but it's also important to begin thinking about this uh uh this idea that you are the differentiator and can can make it and, and and what is unique about your value proposition the next shift is in how you manage the initial meeting from telling to listening i i've for about 8 years i was program director for an executive and management, uh, or, or how, is it, how do I say it now? Executive and management education firm. <laughs> uh, and one of the courses taught was listening. Listening is a leadership skill to be developed, asking the right kinds of questions. There was a book, many of you have probably read it Spin Selling, asking different types of questions. Um, depending upon the type of sale, you know, whether it's a one-call close or a multi-call close, the types of questions that you need to ask. Uh, But the way to think about it today is when a prospect has done research, they have what they think is all the information they need to be able to make a good decision. This is the time for you to learn how to think through how to ask great questions that are going to uncover their assumptions and discover their needs. When they've done all the homework, they've made some assumptions. Your role in asking good questions is to uncover those assumptions and, fu- and, and discover what the needs really are. The next shift is a shift away from interruption-based marketing. And to me this is a big one because I had a lot of success with interruption what I'll call interruption based marketing and there are probably other terms for it but I'm talking about cold calls and cold emails. I'm not going to I'm not going to say that cold calls and cold emails are dead. I think you need to be very strategic today in how you use that approach. But I don't think there's any arguing that those activities are now very low yield. We have to give people a reason to want to receive our communications. Um, There's a gentleman named Grant Cardone. What he says is become known for something and be easy to find. I think that makes a lot of sense. Now, I like to use the, the... Sales funnels today uh, are, well, not just today, but over the years are a great way to get your message out and to be ubiquitous to build a list of people that are interested in your message and want to hear from you. And a great tool that I'll be talking more about is a software called ClickFunnels. Software is a service called ClickFunnels. I'll be exploring that more with you. And it's a great way to create a platform, share your message, and attract your ideal customer. If you subscribe to this podcast and follow what I'll be releasing over the next couple of weeks, watch my program and you'll begin to see how this works, and I'll be talking about it as well. The final shift is a shift from traditional sales tactics. We've all... If we're successful sales leaders, we've had very good sales training during our career. What I noticed when I was hosting the leadership workshops was what I learned from those classes. And this was, you know, eight years of six to six or eight years because I, I did some on on the side as well. Um, it was over five hundred hours of. Executive education uh, development that I received, and it was more transformative uh, of for me, and helped my sales career more than than the sales training that I had gotten in prior years. Now, part of that, you know, part of the reason for that is just sales tactics in general had become less effective, but without really even realizing it was happening, I was being educated and trained and working through this adaptation from what was effective in the past to what is more effective now. There's a great, great book on this topic. I had the privilege of working with a gentleman named Marshall Goldsmith who wrote a book called what got you here won't get you there. And that was a book about um leadership behaviors that uh can th- th- that didn't affect uh, what's a good way to put this? You know, leadership behaviors that um weren't a problem or didn't create problems for you earlier on in your career, became problems later. And it's also accepting the fact that some of what worked in the past is going to fail in the future. That book was originally, it was written as a guide for managers to identify and stop the interpersonal habits that kept them from leading more effectively. Well, the authors, Marshall Goldsmith and his co-authors, came up with a version of that book for sales called "What Got You Here Won't Get You There" in sales. And I also had the privilege of working with one of Marshall's co-authors on that book, uh, Bill Hawkins. And this is the what we explored, or, or you know, what I saw, what I saw playing out before me. I re- I remembered I had this book. And I started to read through this book, and I had this aha that, yeah, the shift from traditional sales tactics. And what what Bill says is traditionally the focus on sales had been on functional skills. You know, sales training was focused on features and benefits of your product or service and knowledge of your customer's market and business. But customers now have immediate, and he called those functional skills. And he says, customers now have access to functional information. Who sells this? Who else sells it? How much? So they enter the conversation armed with a lot of information on the options available. In their research for the book, what they found is one aspect of sales has remained consistent, and that is customer satisfaction and customer delight is still driven by human interaction. So... For salespeople to understand, just like in the leadership book, What Got You Here? sales leaders have discovered, and I kind of discovered this accidentally, that behaviors that didn't used to matter can become problems now. So this sixth shift to me is a big one, and really one of the reasons why I came up with the idea for this podcast is Behaviors that didn't used to matter can become problems now, and human interaction drives customer satisfaction. So, you need to begin to think about your behaviors and your interpersonal relationships because that is now more important than sales tactics and earning trust and developing relationships that last a long time. I'm going to interview Bill in an upcoming. Podcasts, we'll be able to go, get more in, into more detail on that. But I just wanted to get these six shifts that I've recognized out there for discussion. As I mentioned in the opening, B2B sales has always been hard. Today, I think ad- adaptability is a key leadership skill that we need to acquire. Also, reflection, awareness, and vision these are all skills leadership skills that we need to acquire and develop to be to continue to be successful in b2b sales today so those are the six shifts b2b sales has always been hard i think the key is to recognize these shifts and learn to adapt to them so that you can continue to to navigate b2b sales and and be successful So if you like the content so far, please subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on Apple. Uh, I think it's called Apple um, Podcasts now, Stitcher, and also Spotify. Thanks for listening. I'll be back with another episode of Sales Leadership Radio soon.